Greetings, Fandible fans, fans and doubles. I'm Dave, and I am leading another Geeky Topics Roundtable discussion here at Fandible.com. I'm joined by most of my compatriots here at Fandible. I'm joined by Angela, Billy, and Jesus. We are sons, a certain Daniel. Sadly, he has obligations also known as a life. Uh, so we... Uh, so fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, he... Uh, uh, I question his dedication to Sparkle Motion. Um, so, uh, yeah, we're here to talk about a couple of things uh, and that are rattled off just a moment before we fix some mic issues. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with... Actually, I mean, I wanted to wrap up with this, but I really want to get it out of my system because it, it bumps me the hell out. Um, recently, uh, I, I learned, we all learned, that the World of Darkness MMO is not going to happen. And I was really excited about that. Yes. But before we start, how's everybody doing? Anybody need new water? You want any chips? You want a soda? I've already gone through my morning process, so I'll be I'll be fine. Okay. I can talk about this. Don't worry. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I just want to make sure that everybody's in a good... I've still got Eve online. I don't care. I could care less about this. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you! You're responsible for the death! Yeah. <laughs> Spaceships, motherfucker. Spaceships. Empires. Amaranth. <laughs> Eat your face. Eat your face. I shoot you with a laser bolt. I'm just going to like join Eve and just bring World of Darkness there. Like, I'm a vampire. Fuck so, you. I'm okay, fans. Band of Brothers will destroy you. Yeah, well, <laughs> fuck you. Baby. Band of Brothers, the television show? I'm really confused. Yeah. Yeah. It's a movie. Oh, it's a movie. That's, a movie. That's right. Band of Brothers. Okay. Okay. Swarm, it depends. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. Are you like trying to rep your colors right now, homie? Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Limitar, <laughs> <laughs> how? See, I don't know what anything you just said is. That's how no, no, nerdy no. Eve is. It's it, beyond. Truthfully, I was kind of hoping for the world, the world of darkness MO because Eve online shows that CCP knew about like making social type games. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, and so recently, we found out that that's not going to happen. Uh, that they are shutting down production, and a bunch of hardworking designers are out of a damn job. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I wanted to open up uh, the questions with, like, what do we know about it? Like, I've, I've got some uh, some information that was word of mouth and stuff like that, but I'm assuming that you guys, being literate, savvy internet users, uh, would have more of an idea, more of a grasp on what we lost. Um, I mean, I, I haven't. That's that was, I think, the overall problem with the World of Darkness MMO. It it's been going on for like they've been working on it. For, I think Years. from 2007. Yes. Yeah. Even it, there's rumors that it started in 2005, yes. and we didn't really know much about it. So they didn't really have much to show us. They didn't have a lot of fans to really like get riled up, other than the people who were interested in. Uh, World of Darkness from beginning, mm-hmm. so they don't really have to worry about such a huge backlash because they've showed us nothing. I mean, have, can yeah. you all look seven years? Have there been a video? I mean, I've seen uh, a couple, there, like little. For there were a few videos for like the Eve Online events they have every year in uh, wherever they made that game. I forgot Iceland was it mm-hmm. anyway. And they started talking about they were going to use. The, uh, I believe that it's in Prussia. Prussia. <laughs> Yes, Russia. Yeah. Yep. National tagline, we will break, break you. you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, they uh, were going to use some bits of, I believe, go me wrong, it's been a while since I listened, uh, they were going to use bits of the Incarna engine, which basically allows people, I know, even like to walk around on ships and stuff like that. And it's honestly looked beautifully realistic art. And from what I saw, they were had huge plans. Mm. And, and then they stopped talking about oh it. Oh my God, the they that... were the Fandible. They're fandible. They have huge plans. <laughs> <laughs> Zero execution. Yeah. The the last thing that I had heard about the game is uh, just before Christmas last year, um, they 
I don't know whether people were laid off or if they were just transferred over to Eve. Something like that. I those really like that. hope they yeah. were just moved over to Eve because it really sucks to fire people right before the holidays. Yeah. Uh, Some so, might say it's fucking evil. Yeah. <laughs> so that was kind of the last that had been heard of the game, and it's kind of the first, you know, people, you know, the, the producers were like, no, we're still totally 100% behind the game, yeah. but you're also sitting there going, this game has been in development for ages. It hasn't. It still hasn't been released, yeah. and you're le- letting people go. That doesn't. That does yeah, not seem it, like a vote of confidence. It didn't help that uh, Eve Online was putting a lot of their resources into Dust Five One Four, which was their uh, their big first person shooter set in the Eve Online universe. They wanted to interconnect the worlds. Yep. So I have a feeling they were just taking people from World of Darkness into that actual system. As well. Yeah. No, I had a friend who. Um, I have a friend who worked for on uh, the. Uh, the World of Darkness MMO briefly, um, and they said that uh, uh, they said that there was uh, uh, they put their heart and soul into it. You know, they're fans of uh, the World of Darkness and things like that. Uh, but there was uh, there was an issue with uh, developers being pulled away from their project and working on on uh, Eve stuff randomly. And and there were you know in any organization that you work for, you can kind of tell which way the wind is blowing mm-hmm. and this person's like told me like it was getting a little ominous how they were pulling people uh, uh, away from the world of darkness excuse me and uh and and having them work on eve stuff more and more and more and then they said that they just got the the developers started getting kind of demoralized because they felt like they're just not they're not <laughs> going to give us the resources we need to finish this right. um and that has, that's has been pretty hard uh, something you're working on for seven years and mm-hmm. suddenly say that's all for nothing I mean, other than maybe stripping off some stuff in order to give to Eve mm-hmm. a goth. Hey, buy the, spend $20 and get the gothic outfits, you know. <laughs> yeah. Blood on your um, spaceships. Mm-hmm. That has to, yeah, that has to be pretty uh, demoralizing. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I, I, it, it just, it didn't feel like Eve ever really invested. Or whoever, I don't know Eve's developer. It, it What it feels like is there was never any art there was no marketing i mean like look at a uh, secret world which mm-hmm. is suffering from its own problems but mm-hmm. they got people excited in the very beginning of the secret world because yeah. even three years uh, before the it was released they were releasing videos of mm-hmm. yeah you're fighting demons look at this awesome action sequence two years later another great action sequence and people were starting to say this looks beautiful mm-hmm. with world of darkness i have no idea to the degree of what they were actually able to uh, able like to to do yeah I, I don't know what it looks like i don't know what their tone was other than me assuming they had zero marketing uh structure for it it feels i don't know it bums me out though because like i really wanted to play it you guys know me i don't get down with mmos that's kind of being like i'm down with heroin like it's <laughs> the entire structure of the model is to be addictive and yes to to be fun and stuff like that but like i like there to be a finality to my games like there would be a beginning, middle, and an end, mm-hmm. and the narrative is over. And it makes me sad when really awesome games end, but you know that's still it's kind of a bittersweet um, uh, farewell. Whereas with MMOs, there's just it's perpetual. It is the Mobius strip of fun suck, and so you just keep playing. And I, you know, I played uh, years ago. I played Warcraft for a little while, and I immediately got that feeling where serotonin just shot into my brain, and I was like, I sat up straight, and I was like. Oh no, I this will be my life. Like I can't handle this. I cannot definitively handle this. Um, smart man. Yeah, well, uh I guess uh but, but I feel like I missed out a lot too. But I would totally have played the World of Darkness MMO. Uh I mean like I don't know about you guys, but I totally would have I probably would have rocked Malkavian and I wonder if that's like Rolling Monk. Um 
like I, I don't know how many of the clans would have been available. Um, I don't know what the disciplines would have manifested like. Um, I probably would have tried to become a Justicar because that's what you do. Um, and you know, I, I, I just wanted to see how much of the of of the most developed of the uh, of the uh, world of darkness. Um, you know, how much of the meat they were going to use. I was because, curious. Because it was supposed to be just vampire, right? Like, no, no. It was, I think it was supposed to be vampire and humans. Uh-huh. And I was I was very curious to see how... Because how, uh-huh. the thing about vampires is it's action-packed. But let's be honest with you. The thing that really makes vampire unique is there's a huge social dynamic. Mm-hmm. And they're always talking about, like, oh, there's it's going to be a huge part of the game. The social <laughs> dynamic of it all. The, yeah. the p- politics. It's, yeah. it's its own game. And I was like, oh, cool. So Game of Thrones it. And <laughs> then uh, just none of that. It, mm-hmm. there was, now it's, well, out of any company, I think – oh, sorry. Did I interrupt? No, no. Okay. I was, it's like it just didn't work. Okay. It didn't show us. I don't even know if it would work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way – out of any company, I think e, uh, CCP could have done it mainly because with EVE Online, they're set focus on their set player base. They want to increase like any other company, but they don't – they won't put in like, okay, put in put in the generic things that's necessary to try to make this – not trying to make another World of Warcraft with EVE mm-hmm. Online. They know what their player base is. If they just followed the same move, we we're okay with this amount of money, it could have worked. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, honestly, every every good vampire game. And also, I've I've larped vampire a bunch, um, and that's where you really get the fucking social dynamic. Because um, when you are doing a tabletop game, it's all on the storyteller to introduce that 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 social aspect. But I mean, as you've said, Jesus, one of your least favorite things is to have two NPCs talk to <laughs> yeah. each other, and that's like we when you have three players, like uh, three people around the board, uh, and then there's you know one person storytelling, like, and you have to. You have to uh, offer a scene where you know over a dozen you know kindred are talking to each other. Then you're going to have to you're going to have to pull pretty deep from your <laughs> silly voice box. Um, Hello. <laughs> yeah, or just like utilize side, a side. sequence of hats <laughs> that, that tell us who's talking. Um, but like LARPing, LARPing vampire, like you don't need to do that because all the people are right there and they have their own agendas and they have their own interests and. Um, and 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 so the, the the conflict and the and the socializing it's all it's all very natural much more organic and I thought I was kind of I was I really wanted to see that in an MMO um, you know talking and, and stuff and 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 you know having somebody talk shit to me in French because they're a torridor and I hate them um, but uh, I don't know what I mean would you guys what would you guys have wanted to play say you know nothing about the world just somebody says this is a world of darkness MMO you can play vampire or human go and you like you well, don't if, know anything. if you knew i knew nothing about the world no no no, no, no you didn't know kind of uh, where we're at we don't know exactly oh, what okay. they were going what they were going to do with the world okay. we know world of darkness okay we don't know world of darkness well, mmo first off definitely vampire because at any moment there has to be some fantastical element mm-hmm. it's okay to play a human but unless i'm in a spaceship i want to be a vampire i've never had a good time playing a human in a vampire game <laughs> yeah. ever 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 yeah. Um, I was gonna say I thought you were gonna say World of Darkest Game. I'm gonna be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but uh, again, back to the LARPing thing. There's always been like, or you can play humans. Like, oh, I can pay 15 bucks to be fucking bored. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Until somebody out of game just rationalizes why they're going to embrace me, so I can stop wandering around the hallways because no one lets me into the goddamn meetings. <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, uh, Billy, you oh, you you're like our resident. Uh, Vampire Shinado. Uh, 
I don't know. I probably, you know, that in a game like this, since it's a social dynamic as large, they're probably going to restrict how many characters you can make, and it's not going to be something like a City of Heroes, World of Warcraft, where you can make eight, nine characters. They're probably going to give you as I would say top three, and you can buy additional. So, uh, with that in mind, I would probably, be, uh, if I was playing a vampire, my first choice would be human. I love playing uh, the underdog. Uh, I would play a human, a hunter, because yeah, um, like. Second, first edition hunter or like the current hunter? Uh, probably. If I it's mean, human, if then it's, it's human. Well, well, you have to realize if you're playing Empire the Masquerade, if you're playing a Masquerade game and there's two diversions, there's uh, vampires and humans, humans are going to need some kind of magic of their own. So it's going to be a hunter game. They're going to be, yeah. I'm going to guess it's going to be some sort of hunter gizmos. Makes sense. Makes and sense. I would I would try to play that, though I'd probably play someone who would, you know, doesn't do that mumbo jumbo stuff, just give me a shotgun and kick him in the ass. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. if I was playing vampire and I was uh, I was a vampire, ooh, I would uh, I would really love to probably get Malkavian's always fun, but I would probably really enjoy trying. Um, I would totally play a blood brother who lost all his blood brothers. Aww. Oh wow! So okay, like uh, like like the, you know the the shock troopers that they're all identical and that they're, they're all their powers would be like. You're supposed to, like, you know, summon the arms of all your brothers and have, like, 20 arms then. Mm-hmm. And it's like, nope, all my all my brothers got destroyed, and I'm the only one left, and no, and I'm not really useful to the Sabbat. But if I go back to the Sabbat, they'll kill me. If I go with the Lissandra, you know, if I go with uh, Camila, they'll kill me. Yeah. So I'm in, uh, what, what are they called? A, uh, anarch? I'm an, I'm, I'm an anarch, mm-hmm. and my powers are pretty limited. <laughs> That's what I would do. A little Sounds bit of a like magic. You would have a lot of fun. <laughs> I would. I always have fun doing that yeah. kind of stuff. That absolutely sounds like the sorts of, of characters Billy makes, and he absolutely is, is phenomenal, phenomenal yeah. with them. Thank you, babe. You're welcome. I I play a vampire, and I always no, love no. shut hey, shut your mouth, <laughs> shut your mouth. I have my thoughts. Um, <laughs> I I always liked playing Ventru and Lasombra. I really liked those those power players and and mind fucking with people. But I am also a realist. Those are very sexy clans. I am not going to put up with all of the creepy tells. So I'm uh. playing Nosferatu. Just throwing it out <laughs> nice. there now. Nice. Shutting nice. that shit down. Nosferatu would kind of be fun. Just hideous and stuff. And not have to worry yeah. about the sex craziness of it all. Though I'm sure there will be some who says, you know, use your mask of a thousand faces. You look like anybody you want. I'd be like, kill me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, because I, you, it would just be... It, it would be two communities that are known for height, you know, amping up the, the sexual activity to 11 coming together. Apocalypse. Yeah. Because there's so many people in MMOs, especially social MMOs that are looking for a good time. Yeah. And then there's Ladies. vampire Ladies. where people are looking for a good time. I have the ability to control the blood, the flood flow anywhere, baby. Yeah. Good yeah. times. So, so yeah. Nas. So yeah. Nosferatu. <laughs> don't come I, near me. I smell like death. Yeah, I would definitely just go straight up Bruja, punch people in the face type of character. Like, I, that's I, what, that's yeah, the first character you played when we played the movie. Yeah, you were yes, a Bruja. I was a Bruja, and I like just enjoyed, I like role playing different characters. I love playing Precious Strauss, a science character. But every once in a while, you just want to punch someone in the face. Nah. That's every once in a while. I have not to oh, yeah. that's true. And Moira, yeah. honestly. <laughs> you punch with knives. Knife punch. Knife punch. Knife punch. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would probably go Malkavian only because I wanted to see how they would handle the curse. Um, like, would they kind of punt? Would they kind of punt and just be like, "Oh, you just frenzy a lot more than normal"? It's like, oh, okay, so I'm like my Bruja friend. Mm-hmm. Um, 
or would they would they get into it and like would they be aspects to playing a Malkavian that would basically make you question whether or not you're playing the game, same game everyone else is. I and like would worry about the role playing community yeah, of the I would Malkavians. Every time I read someone's bio and they're like, I'm a Malkavian. I have multiple personality disorder. I'm like, that's do you know how that works? No, you, Malkavian <laughs> would be like, I they're like, I'm talking to a spoon. I'm like I'm like if I was a vampire, he's like, I'm a Malkavian, here's my spoon friend. I'd be like, I'm killing yeah, you. Yeah, but I feel like, like the, offensive. The, the other the far other end where people would just go way too far with the Malkavian thing and be oh. like, Oh last week I ate babies. Let me tell you in detail how that happened. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, let's not. But I think you could get that with, with no matter what Yeah you would. No matter what you would get <laughs> That, uh, especially if the Sabbat clans. I, I think it oh, was supposed – you were only supposed to be playing Camarilla. Camarilla, yeah. Camarilla, yeah. I think. Yeah, no, it's – I'm guessing that they, they only they did the, the primary seven mm-hmm. um, because I can't imagine – first of all, it, oh, that's we, like built in yeah. – that's built in ex- expansion stuff. So that's, oh, yeah. that's just money. Play the Sabbat in independence. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, but uh, – uh, so I say Malkavian only because I wanted to see how they deal with the Malkavian curse. Um Excuse me. Uh, but uh, if I really wanted to get down with it, um, I mean, I kind of like Bruja, but I like actual revolutionary Bruja. You know, like Bruja the philosophers who sit down and be like, okay, this prince, you know, this prince Justicar shit does not work. Like, this is not indicative of, like, a free people. Um, we're dead, but we have rights. Mm. Um, ooh. Hmm. Tremere. Oh, Magic. One. Magic. <laughs> I would love to. Actually, the more I think about it, Giovanni, would be fun. Oh my god, the Giovanni are phenomenal. I would be. I'm. I am the Giovanni. <laughs> I mean, I'm By- Byron is Giovanni. Yeah. Like that's that's all I would want to play. Yeah. I'd be Alexandros Giovanni of the <laughs> Giovanni clan, holding my Giovanni rights. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I love it. But you know, one big question I had: if it's gonna be, if it's gonna be humans and vampires, then that in that insinuates a certain dynamic which is kind of mind-blowing to how you would apply it which is daylight how would you make it so that a, the humans the the basic weakness of vampires that is glossed over in every game because of course you wouldn't have vampire the daytiming what do you do? Uh, roll to sleep. That's, That's it. Actually, yeah, yeah. actually like, I read about. I was reading about some of the things. Uh, I, th- I think it's been a while since I read this. They were going to do perpetual night for the game. That is fucking stupid. That is fucking stupid. Like, I'm sorry, developers. You know, you worked your asses off, and I'm really sorry. But at any given time, if you're going to have humans and vampires, you need to ex- you you need to utilize the basic frailties of vampires, mm-hmm. and that is sunlight. That's sunlight, and depending on how you play, crosses and holy water and all this stuff. But it's sunlight. It's yeah. sunlight and pissed off humans <laughs> who know where you sleep, who know how to get an axe and a shovel. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the kind of. I mean, I understand why the developers did it. It's easier. And honestly, what do you do if you're a vampire and it's like, okay, I'm, I'm, I've come home, I've worked my day, eight hour shift, I'm tired, <laughs> I want to play a vampire. Oh, in game, it's 6 a.m. Yeah. Fuck! What do yeah. I do? I, no, it's like I, I agree. I mean, so I understand why it's perpetual night, but I I also see there's. I really think they should have focused, and I think what they're worried about is they wanted to have a PvP angle, which, yes. and if it's Camarilla and the lore, they know that you're not supposed to be fighting unless mm-hmm. you do duels and stuff like that. They wanted to give you an enemy, like, uh, I think they went a little bit closer to, like, well, they need something like World of Warcraft, where there's the Horde and there's the, uh, there's alliance. the, uh, Alliance, mm. which is every game, it seems now. Uh, yeah. it's, so instead of, like, you know, 
so it does give it kind of an unfair advantage where it's like I'm a human gray what do I do uh, I, you know I can I can never wait until sunlight yeah exactly exactly you can never like if you can I, I, again I don't know if you could play a hunter I don't know if you could play a hunter but if you could play a hunter but it's perpetual night it is a total moot point to play a hunter because yeah. uh, because the best part about playing a mortal hunter I mean like a, a, a version one mortal hunter <laughs> Where you put 19 points into true faith and you can repel a vampire with a cross for one round. You know, like, you got nothing. What do you have? You have the status quo. That is how you hunt. In the, in the OG hunter, you had the status quo. You had the fact that you could walk around in the daytime. You could petition government resources. You could, uh, you know, you, you, you could, sh- you were Sherlock Holmes. You were less Van Helsing. Right. And so if you're going to include hunters into the mix, then you need to include their ability to actually have patience and resources and wait it out and then find the goddamn bloodsucker and kill the thing. Um, so now that I talk about that, God, I would probably just play a hunter to piss people off. Um, uh, that sounds like your... What's that? That sounds like your, your yeah. method. Yeah, absolutely. I'd probably actually find all of your characters and kill them first. Huh. Um, Even my hunter? Yes. No, no. Even your hunter. If they had a werewolf option, I would pick a werewolf and kill you all, honestly. Yeah, but that's werewolf. Yeah, you well, can't. I mean, yeah. And that's why they couldn't put werewolf right in there. Oh, I'm sure and, they would Honestly, it it's not like. I, I bet this was going to be New World of Darkness Vampire, not Old World of Darkness Vampire, the one we're used to of the Bruja and all that mm. stuff. Uh, where this was going to be. Oh, yeah, so it'd be Malkovians. So I get you. Yeah, 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 exactly. We would all. It'd yeah, be so, so much different. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm actually, I think it's a cool. I, I, I just. I've spent so much time with Second Edition. When you get tried to say, like, hey, let's switch to the new edition, I'm like, I'm tired. Mm-mm. I mean, I don't want to buy any more books. I have literally, like, a hundred vampire books. Oh, uh, well, yeah, you know, you do have a shit ton of books. You um, you haven't even seen them, guys. They're at my home, and one day I'll, I'll get bookshelves, and we will line the, sh- line the walls of this uh, apartment. That sounds like Angela doesn't want to do that. Um, uh, Angela? Who do you think bought a lot of his books for him as gifts? You have the perfect marriage. <laughs> uh, this, she loves vampires just as much as me. Well, no. Uh, yeah, I was going to say not just as much, honey, because I, I no, I can't. I memorized you. all that shit. Yes, but that uh, is amazing. All right, so if we don't have, if we don't have the World of Darkness MMO, um, I'm you know I'm pretty vanilla when it comes to the MMO scene. Uh, I know World of Warcraft, uh, Hidden World, Secret World, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So um, I'm very well versed. Um, but are there any indie MMOs going on right now? Like anything? I have no idea how you'd even do. You Google that? No, <laughs> I mean I, I know we know of a couple. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, for one, we have. Uh, there's one for the. Uh, there's one that's being developed. A la oh, the we'll, same we'll talk, Yeah, we'll go into that one. I know okay. you're but uh, the one that I'm excited about because it's kind of a. Uh, there was uh, Star Wars Galaxies, which was a fun uh, MMO sandbox. Uh, there's a new game called uh, Repopulate, uh, which is coming out in a couple years. I mean, it's an alpha, mm-hmm. but they're working on it. They have some really cool stuff where it's an alien planet. You fight, but you can also just set up your – like you can design a home. You can design a city. You make defenses. You make everything. And I, I really enjoy that kind Sounds of sandbox. Sounds like you make babies with a name like Repopulate. Mm-hmm. Shh. Yeah, again, no. with what I was talking about earlier, I don't trust people in a game called Repopulate. Oh, no, We're literally the they, last two people uh, on the planet. You guys, I made this no, planet to have sex no, in. No, oh, no. come on. <laughs> Just because I named my community Barry White. Yeah, but It looks good. So it looks uh, yeah. that looks good. And then there's always uh, 
Wildstar, uh, yeah. which I think it, it's either out or it's in like late beta where it's about to be out in a yeah. couple months. Wildstar also sounds like something that I would get a tram stamp of. Across it's, the it's like sci-fi uh, World, of, uh, World of Warcraft. Yeah, Very yeah, much yeah, in the artwork. It, yeah, it is, it is honestly way too World of Warcraft for me. Like watching the game, it feels a lot like World of Warcraft. Wait, like, seriously? It feels a lot like World of Warcraft. Oh, but it's not it's not medieval fantasy. It's, no, no, no. It's it's a uh, sci-fi. Sci-fi. Yeah, okay. Sci-fi. Got it, got it, got yeah, it. a lot of the effects. Same thing with especially Elder Scrolls Online. It has a lot of the World of Warcraft trappings to it as well. Yeah. Like the only game I'm really interested in when it comes out at some point in eternity is Star Citizen, from mm-hmm. the creator who made Wind Commander. That's MMO I would love to play, which is also a spaceship type game. Yeah, it's mostly spaceship. Yep. Uh, we, me and Angela won't play Star, uh, not Star. So Wild Star. Wild Star. Wild Star, just because. Uh, because fuck, fuck NCSoft. People, I mean, they took our game. We were City of Hero gamers, and you know, the, you could say whatever you want about it. Uh, when you run an MMO, you run a community. And if you expect that community to stick with you when you're dealing with horrible bugs, all that jazz, you have to stick with a game. I, for Or at least, you know, when the, uh, when the developers ask you to buy the game off of you. Mm-hmm. Let the developers buy the fucking game off of you and just wipe your hands clean. Fuck mm-hmm. you, NCSoft. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to... And as much as it, I know... Uh, uh, Wildstar people, great people. They seem really nice. They, I, the only way I can show my disapproval towards NZSoft is not to support them. And the only thing they do really is host games. So anything that's NZSoft hosted, I just can't do. I just don't want to. It's mm-hmm. my only. It's my only ace I have. My only yeah. card I can play. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can do. So on that note, the other game that we're of course looking forward to is the fan made. Uh, spiritual successor to uh, City of Heroes, which is City of Titans, which had a very successful uh, Kickstarter back in November, yeah. and we're looking at a November 2015 launch. Uh, do you, Who knows if we'll make it? Do you, Honestly, do you I actually know. play Titans? Like, no, no, Titans is more uh, their way. City, is, I think, is the, the, name, is the mm-hmm. main setting. Yeah, so the idea is it's your heroes. Basically, the idea, I think, is the idea is um, Titans back in the day, like Greek mythology, much like City of Heroes, where mm-hmm. those weren't like those weren't gods; those were mutants, or maybe they were gods. But you know, they were superheroes of this time. And something along in this universe is, uh, you know, recently within the modern era, something happened, and those pe- people are able to become mutants and superheroes again. So we are the Titans. We are the new kind of. Mytholo- mythology that's in the making, mm-hmm. and it's a superhero game. And I don't have I have faith that it'll, I don't have faith that it'll actually happen. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. I really don't know if it's actually going to succeed. But I thought it was kind of I still backed it before a hundred dollars because it was worth like if a fan group is able to create uh, an MMO that's been you know stripped away by a company. I think it's a good me- it's a strong message to a company to basically say like you know. We can do this ourselves. Mm-hmm. So how about you treat us with a little bit more, a little bit of respect? Stop making us do stupid, like um, you know, pay twenty dollars to get this new hat. Mm-hmm. You know, I, but I think, it's Pharaoh's hat, man. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's uh, it's worth the risk for me to donate the money I did just just to see if it's possible. Do I think it's possible? I don't think. I mean, it's a lot of work. If it is, awesome. But I will say they have been inundating us with updates, and some of them are more trenchant to the uh, actual development than others. You know, Some will be lore updates, and I'm like, I don't really give a shit. I want to explore this in-game. Don't lay everything out beforehand. But otherwise, they're showing us uh, character designs and costume designs. 
So uh, I know we're 2015, November 2015 is when we're getting the actual game, but I think they're hoping that later this year they'll have costume creator for us, actually. So it's a, I am not holding my breath, but it's not like I, I don't want people to see that as a negative. It's just I know how hard it is to make a an actual game. Yeah, and I, if they're able to do it, then an established it's company worth it. of Eve Online, they worked on mm-hmm. World of Darkness for seven years and. It didn't happen. Yeah. Exactly. So I'm not holding my breath, but if they're able to do this, this is big. And that's why I definitely backed it and I wish them all the luck because I think the problem with MMOs right now is back in the day an MMO uh, – think about – I remember uh, – what was it? Anarchy Online, which is still out there. It's still playing. Oh, for real? Yeah. Anarchy is still around. The, like the first three months you played, you could hardly move. They opened it up and you couldn't fucking move. The lag was so bad. Yeah, that kind of launch would not be successful. Like you would, the game would be shut down within days, in a, by a year, if that kind of new launch happened. Back in the day, these like World of Warcraft, EverQuest, uh, Anarchy Online had time because there's nobody, there was no other game out there that could catch their attention. But right now, we have so many MMOs that these newer games that come out with some bugs, people are like, "That's not as good as the World of Warcraft," and they just go back to World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. and then you know. That whatever that they were playing shivers up and dies. In order to be able to play the new, uh, like in this MMO powerhouse, and you need to come up with a game that is perfect and interesting. You can't just wait seven months to get updates in order to make it as good as World of Warcraft. You need to come out as good as World of Warcraft. And I think when the investors see that they can't, they just say, like, it's not worth the time. People are going to go there, play it for a couple days, see that it's not worth it, and then leave. So I understand why MMOs are a hard pony to back because uh, World of Warcraft still going strong. It has ten years of development behind it, it and, has a, and a bajillion years, people. Yeah, it has ten years of bajillion people of just really cool shit. Like, hey, you want to decorate a house? They now have you can decorate a house. Do you want to be be a tailor? You can be a tailor. You can do all this crazy shit. Do you want to have a Pokemon battle? They have you. They have stats for Pokemon. Exactly. Battle. They do. So well, technically, not Pokemon, uh-huh. but you know. The general rules, yeah. like, you can guess creatures and have them fight against each other. I mean, look at the secret world right now, that game. It is finally at the point where it where it should have come out. Like, it, it's as cool. It, it's finally at the point of how it should have, be, should have been when it came out. And it's like two years into, yeah. the, to, into yes. it. It's finally to the point where I'm like, this seems really cool. But I already played it that first year. And I don't really want to go back because I'm tired and it wasn't that great. But people say it's different. But I've already invested, so I already know about it. You know, it's one of those things. But if they had probably released what they have right now when they could, you know, back in the day, it would have been like a huge success. It'd been like, oh, look at all this shit you can do. But they didn't. I mean, it's not their fault, but. Yeah, I can't. I mean, I really can't speak to it uh, either way because I, I, I read about MMOs and you guys tell me about your experiences, but I, I don't I don't really have anything uh, to uh, to to bring to the table because I've just kind of, you know dicked around with MMOs for like, you know, five minutes at a time, maybe at conventions or something conference. Uh, yeah. Cons. Um, and, uh, and just been like, Oh, that's interesting. But I just inherently do not like the idea of, of, uh, paying monthly for a video game. That's something, that's something, uh, seems anathema to me. Um, so moving on, unless anybody else wants to, unless, uh, Jesus, you have some rage against MMOs you want to let out. Because I feel like it's very therapeutic for Billy and Angela to talk about their, their City of Heroes I'm stuff. I'm calm and collected th- MMOs. I just don't play them. What, I'll be honest, for except for you. The one cool thing about MMOs, it's like, <laughs> some people's like, I don't want to pay $15 a month for just a game. I, mm-hmm. Well, when it's something like City, when I was City of Heroes, 
that 15 I paid $15 for when and this is when we were just fucking poor like I just left my job and was looking for a new one we were basically scraping by but $15 a month was all me and Angela paid in order to get a month worth of entertainment mm-hmm. if we couldn't go out to see a movie we can get in the city of heroes and talk to our friends yeah that makes sense yeah you I know, can, I so can, it yeah. definitely it's not more $15 for the same game it's $15 to still be able to uh, distract yourself yes. from not being able to do other shit yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's worth it all right. Well, um, I'd like to move on to something uh, that uh, I, I brought this up in previous GTRTs, um, but uh, I always like to check back in with you guys as your creative individuals. Um, uh, I was uh, getting ready for playing uh, the uh, Unhallowed Metropolis game that we just recorded, uh, and uh, I was cruising around the internet and I found this. Um, I found this website called um, uh, Madame Talbot. Um, and it's basically an artist uh, makes uh, gothic and Victorian, she calls it lowbrow, like posters and stuff. So like it's all hand drawn. It's fucking beautiful stuff. Um, and I got, you know, I, I, I looked at all of her stuff. I actually ordered something um, and it got me really, really into playing neo-Victorian, uh, neo-Victorian setting again. Uh, and I was uh, and it. I was wondering, is there anything that you guys go to on the internet specifically to kind of like re-up your inspiration or your enthusiasm for the different games we play? Uh, are there like places like, you know, I'm sure, you know, I mean, I, we all go to, you know, lolcats in order to feel, <laughs> to, to get to get into uh, playing Dark Heresy. I mean, that's the same. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Um, but The Emergency Kittens Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Emergency Kittens? Emergency Kittens. It's in- a Twitter account that just posts pictures of kittens. In case of emergency, break open glass. By the way, I'm subscribed to that right now. It's it's the it's the best thing. It's, <laughs> it's talk about therapeutic. And sometimes you just need a cute kitten. Oh God, cute ironic eye rolls. Oh shut. <laughs> you like cute kittens too? Not really. I don't even like our cats. All right, so what what about you, Anna? What do you use for inspiration? Um. Well, for. Hollow Earth, which I'm always in need for inspiration from, throwing new, weird, but real things at you guys. Um, uh, I've gotten a lot of inspiration from io9, actually. They will do lists of, of like, uh, unforgiving environments that are on Earth or, you know, weird creatures. Or sometimes they'll do things that are based entirely in fiction, but it's like, hey, I... I can totally rip off a, a story like uh, 10 most uh, terrifying disappearances at sea that include, you know, things from, from literature. So I really like digging into, into those. Um, also, I hang out on Pinterest a fair amount. I even have a Pinterest board that's for Moira and Unhallowed Metropolis just because that's a setting that is so built on a very particular aesthetic that it really helps me to have a, a kind of a visual inspiration. It's like, yes, this is the sort of clothing these people would wear. If you're wearing that sort of clothing, this is how you're going to comport to yourself and, and so on like that. That's cool. Right on. Yeah. Uh, honestly, science blogs. And not only just for the remote trade games, but I also get a lot of inspiration from like stories about the weird habits of certain creatures, uh, nanotechnology, stuff like that. And that's where I get most of my inspiration for all my games, honestly. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Um, honestly, if I if I hear a good accent, I will start talking like that. Character. I love I love accents, even though I'm not great at them. You're but wonderful. no, I'm. I mean, I'm okay. You do a great orc. I mean, I've, I've I I do orcs orcs that orcs, I work with. <laughs> yeah, I do a good orc, but I I really do like uh, unique voices. And when I hear voices, there's I start making characters in my head. Um, 
and monologuing in the shower and all that jazz. So uh, accents, uh, but if I really want to get my pu- blood pumping about action stuff like that, it's always like comic book movies, mm-hmm. and cartoons mostly. I love like Young Justice. I love the uh, Under the Red Hood. Uh, you know all that stuff on Netflix that you can do- that you can Young read. Young Justice season one is now on Netflix. Watch it. I know it's great. Young so I, I get I get excited about you know just you know people uh, batting off more than they can chew those kind of things. So I love mm-hmm. cartoons. Yeah. Mm. I usually just watch old. Um, uh, if I'm going to play a fantasy game and I'm going to roll monk, um, because that as is... As you do. As I do, yeah. Uh, as as you guys know, I find one thing and I just stick to it. Like, um, I carve out my niche. But I really like watching old kung fu films mm-hmm. for fan- when I get ready to play fantasy games. Um, like, one of my favorite films is uh, is Last Hurrah for, Sh- for Chivalry, in which uh, a bunch of uh, kung fu masters uh, and a dishonored dishonored kung fu master and a drunken kung fu master or some shit anyways they have to fight like um these different uh these different kung fu people of different of the five different elements and shit like that and then basically i just always use that movie whenever i play a monk or something like that because uh uh that's why i like hyper specialize my characters a lot i'm like oh, i'm gonna make a metal like a metal uh uh, monk and he's gonna carry saw blades and shit. And also, awesome. anime is also oh, good yeah. for that kind of mm. stuff too. Where because anime, as much as it annoys the shit out of me with that fan service, it really does. It really pulls me out. Like High School of the Dead. Fuck you. <laughs> I could not even enjoy it because, anyways, um, I really anime has really unique ideas. Like it mm-hmm. definitely feels like the 1980s when it comes to horror movies. Like how they revisioned how monsters were. Like I never thought of that. That's yeah. anime to me. Yeah. Like if you find a really good anime, like Hellgirl, God, I love that. Yeah. It just so they think of some really unique, weird shit, and you're like, that's brilliant. And that's what I get my a lot of my motivation if I want to get weird. Uh-huh. Cool. Billy, especially, this might just be something I can observe about Billy because I just observe his every move, but he's like a sponge, and if I know that he's been watching something, I'll see it pop up in in what we roleplay that week. Uh, Like we were talking about how uh, Billy and I have been watching a lot of Scandal recently. I had my wisdom teeth out last week, needed a show Mm. to binge watch, so I picked Scandal, and Billy's been watching it with me. And then when we played Unhallowed Metropolis this week, which listeners you probably won't hear until June, uh, but it becomes this really heavily political scandal, and it was very open ended, so we could all just kind of decide what we wanted to play. And Billy's lifting plot lines from Scandal <laughs> practically. And it, uh, but I'm a thief. It, I'm a thief, she says. But making it, it fit into a completely different world. You're and, a thief, but you entertain, which makes you a bard. Yes. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm always, yeah, there you go. I'm a bard. I'm finally a bard, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no son of mine's gonna be a bard. So I, I doubt it was intentional. I doubt Billy was sitting there watching Scandal going, I think I'm going to turn Byron into Olivia Pope. <laughs> but it's it's what ended up happening. That's exactly what I think of when I think of Byron. I think of an attractive lady. Attractive, yeah. yeah. Go find a president to sleep with. I, uh, gays are. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, speaking about being attractive, I'm shallow. Let's segue. All right. um, <laughs> Uh, it's totally getting warm outside again, slowly but surely. Uh, yeah, winter yeah. is still here. Cue <laughs> meme. Um, uh, but yeah, winter is definitely is is letting go of our fair city through its cold dead hands. <laughs> um, but it is getting it is getting warmer, as you guys know. I like uh, to exercise a bunch. Um, uh, and uh, recently, you guys introduced me to something on the interwebs. 
that featured custom made workouts for superheroes or something what exactly hit it angela (laughs) yes there's a a woman online her name is neela ray uh ray's r-e-y and she creates these great infographics that are workouts and they're all based on some pop culture theme like the one that i have been doing is the wonder woman workout it is not for beginners. I chose a terrible, terrible place to start. <laughs> I wondered why you had that rope in those gauntlets. Yes. Um, well, that's something different. Oh, uh, <laughs> so many secrets told. Hold on, got to write down a new question for that. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's great. You know, she writes up these little fluff pieces explaining why this superhero or, or this pop culture person. There's a um, there's a workout called Bring Me Some Pie, which is the supernatural hunters workout. Hmm. Oh my god. Uh, there's a there's one. a Lannister workout. A Lannister always does his reps, <laughs> and there's a bit of fluff about why this person might have to do this sort of workout. With the Wonder Woman workout that I'm doing, it's a lot of leg work, a lot of core work, um, because if you are a woman going up against a bunch of men, you're going to have to to leverage the fact that women tend to have more lower body strength. So let's go with that, so you can can keep going. Core keeps you steady when you're dodging bullets, that sort of thing. And, of course, yes. and, and so it's it's. It's really as one does. It's, a, yeah. it's totally silly. We all remember that from PE class. Yeah, exactly, yes. exactly. Uh, it's it's totally silly, but sometimes you just need that. It's almost a little bit of narrative to to get you going. It's why you know you've got gamification for a lot of things, mm-hmm. including working out. This is just kind of another way of doing that. It's like, uh, I don't need XP to level up. It's like, no, just tell me that I'm going to look like fucking Linda Carter yeah. when I'm done with yeah, this. Yeah, that's why I do, I stare into the darkness when I do the Batman workout. You know, <laughs> just staring off at crime. Oh, uh, yeah, no, I've, I've been doing the, uh, I've been doing the true detective workout, um, <laughs> and it's me staring at a small mirror on my barren wall and uh, <laughs> drinking beer. Um, and uh, smoking cigarettes and talking mm-hmm. about the futility of living. Uh, I'm Brooklyn. Yeah, exactly. The yeah, Brooklyn okay. workout. That, 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 okay, so I'd like to ask, if you could just pluck one pop culture icon out of the air and have a workout associated with it to do, which one would you Which one would you pick? Who oh. would you pick? Living, dead, fictional, fucking go nuts. Yeah. Do not care. The dude from The Big Lebowski. It would be, oh. be the laziest workout in existence. Would it just exist. be going to the bowling alley? Oh, yeah, it would be, be a lot of, of, it'd be a lot of bowling. <laughs> no, no, and that, white that rug brought white the Russian, together. White Russian bowling. White Russian bowling. What's sitting down? I don't know how it'll work, but it's gonna happen. Uh, listeners, <laughs> listeners, make us that. That's amazing. Um, zombie fighter, like so, like so, a lot of just lunges and practicing like how to uh, dodge and stuff. I, I guess a zombie, somebody that like, fights zo- the living dead. Like, give me like a a like Tai Michonne Bo- workout. Yeah, yeah, a Michonne workout. Give yeah. me like a Tai Bo exercise, like a Tai Bo. It's like and now swing for the head, swing yeah. for the head. And I'm like, all right. Yeah. And so yeah, if if you could, if I would know that I could know how to fight the living dead uh, and work out at the same time, I'd do it. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh, you've already got Linda Carter, but anybody else? I, because everyone that I'm thinking of, it's like, I saw that on her website. I saw that on her website. So I, because, uh, like, on there, um, aside from Wonder Woman, there's a, a Hunger Games tribute mm-hmm. workout. So you can be, you know, theoretically be a great archer like Katniss, which is fun. Rosie the Riveter workout? That would be pretty badass. Yeah. Lots of bicep yep. curls, I imagine. You know what? I think you can do it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'll be here all night. Um uh, mine would be Sonic the Hedgehog. Lots of tumbles. <laughs> lots of tumbles, lots of chili dogs. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the, the TV yeah. show, you'll eat chili dogs because I have wasted youth. Um, yeah, it would either be, it would either be uh, Sonic the Hedgehog or Tetris. 
Um, just, Lots of yoga. Yeah, 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 you just listen to Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, oh. I choose the Donatello one. I'll do the Michelangelo. I'll do Raphael. Lots of rage. A lot of pizza. Leonardo, damn. Well, you have the yeah. you're the leader. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you are the no, you are the Leonardo of this group. You need to embrace that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I like April. <laughs> what about the April O'Neil one? Calling for help? Help! 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 Oh, help, the Casey what? Jones one would be crazy. Oh, yeah. you just grab it. Like, it'd be like you'd go to like a, one of those fun places with like a basketball mm-hmm. hoops and baseball cages and hockey, and you just like just random... like one piece of equipment from each. Yeah, yeah. You start beating shit. It's like okay, swing for the ball for twenty minutes and act like it's a head. Uh-huh. Nice. Aim for the head. Aim, Aim for, for the head. head. I love it. For the head. That's Aim for the crotch. When he's down, you steal his watch. <laughs> Thank you, Byron. You're welcome. <laughs> That's Marcus. What are you talking about? <laughs> Fair enough. Um, all right, kids. Last but not least, I wanted I wanted to end with something that was uh, that was you know that was nice and easy, nice clean exit uh, from this conversation. Mm-hmm. Star Wars. How about needs to fucking die? <laughs> no, um, it doesn't need to yeah. fucking die. Listen, listen. We what what brought this on? Start a stopwatch, so yeah. we can. What I wanted to talk about was very simple, uh, and I want to posit this uh, in the most balanced uh, manner that I can, because uh, it might be somewhat controversial or provocative. But I believe that we're all adults here, and that we we're friends. Uh, but and that Angela, is. I think we should leave for this conversation. There's going to be a lot of screaming. Uh, I think that Star Wars, as a narrative and as a property, has run its course, and that all that we can possibly hope for now is a fluffed, bastardized version of the original story. And in fact, the most humane thing to do would be to kill Star Wars <laughs> forever. I'm going to have to disagree. I mean, <laughs> I hear, here's the thing. Because you, you, you and me come from a very similar school of thought where mm-hmm. you and me have watched The Clone Wars. And people I people always tell me, like, The Clone Wars, it's so tragic and dramatic. And I'm like, do you really? It just It's very cartoony to me. Like, mm-hmm. it might have some traumatic things or dramatic situations. But so does Looney Tunes. I yeah, mean, they exactly. do. It, it, it's not like court Looney teams. Tunes taught me opera, bitch. Exactly. It's not like so. That's the Clone Wars and even this new uh, Star Wars Rebellion. They just seem so cartoony. They do, and and I'm okay with that for the kids. I mean, I understand children eat this shit up, and I'm. Mm-hmm. I'd be if I had a daughter or a son, and they were watching it, I'd be so excited to be watching a half decent cartoon with mm-hmm. them. But I kind of just really want. You know, George Lucas once said, like, you know, hey, we have to all agree that I made Star Wars for the children. I'm like, no, you didn't. Hmm. I mean, the first Star Wars movies were made for adults. Yep. Well, made for everybody. How about that? But they were adult stories, adults dealing with crazy events, adults dealing with things like betrayals, sexual tension, betra- uh, death. No, I like that we were saying betrayal twice. That's, yeah. That's <laughs> accurate from the I mean, of you know, Wars. family, tragedy, all that stuff. Father issues. It's just been yeah. so long uh, when it comes to media. I mean, the books, I, I love all the books, which, by the way, are written for uh, people who are mature. I, I just kind of want Star Wars to, you know, if the new movie's coming out with the actual live action movies, I hope they are made are you sure for Dis- adults? Disney's capable of that? I'm sorry, yes. Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, that's a valid point, sorry. Like, I, mean, I would say uh, one thing that I can say about the original movies is that once upon a time, 
we used to make movies that could really be considered family entertainment. Mm -hmm. Family entertainment has now become a way to say it's for kids. Mm -hmm. But the way that I would prefer to see family entertainment is things where if you are an adult, you can watch it with your five-year-old. Mm -hmm. If you're a 12-year-old, you're not embarrassed to be watching it with your parents, either because it's too sexual or too kid-like. Mm -hmm. yes. uh, whereas with Star Wars, there's been, you know, especially I think in our generation, a lot of us were introduced to Star Wars when we were, you know, absolutely children mm -hmm. yes some things probably blew over our head luke and leia our brother and sister wait they kissed earlier mm -hmm. yeah we didn't get that part we were just like oh hey look space battles yes. and there was nothing in it that prevented us from watching it whereas the newer ones seem much more like oh we want everyone to be able to watch this let's pander to the lowest common denominator which are those five-year-olds and, and it's not like star wars hasn't pandered to and like the Ewoks were pandering to no, five-year-olds. No, they are. Ewoks are amazing. I love the Ewoks. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm the, fine. The, I'm the fine. The Ewoks and C-3PO were, and uh, R2-D2 were both, they were aspects thrown in there so that, that kids would enjoy it. You know, yeah, exactly. Relief yeah. But there's, they had a little bit of a like 3PO and R2-D2 did not bother me in the old ones. I mean, even if I watch them today, they are they banter, mm -hmm. but in like the newest ones, I mean, at one point when it, like three PO's like his head's being dragged, he's like, "What a drag!" And I'm like, "Oh, kill me!" Yeah, like why would you say that joke? I it doesn't need to be said. If there was a moment where my faith in Lucas and this series died, it is of course with the heretical films, uh, and it's the moment where it wasn't the special editions. Uh, no, it was I can it, ignore special that. editions. I was like. But it's still the same movie. I'm hitting Christians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. There was that. Yeah. Um, but they're still the same movies, but they had some visual stuff that you just kind of ignore. Like, okay, exactly. whatever. Um, it, but it was definitely this. It was, um, it, were this, it was the sequence of moments throughout the film where the fucking, the, the weird tube-headed droids, you know, like the shock troops of the... Battle of, droids. Yeah, yeah. The, the battle droids. All, for some reason, had attitude chips it, like <laughs> included in their construction and not a single one could not act like a fucking petulant teenager like or say something stupid that is totally ill befitting of the circumstance so for instance like you know uh Anakin and uh Anakin and Obi-Wan go into an elevator full of battle droids and when they're like slicing them apart if you listen the battle droids are going ow 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 oh god ow ow it's like Okay, that's your response to dying, and then later pain receptors. pain receptors in the giant exactly. battle robot. Exactly, or like you know the um, or the two droids that go to check out um, that that go to check out. Uh, I don't fucking remember. Uh, uh, R two R two D two is like hiding out, and two uh, battle droids show up to like uh, work on a, on a. It's in the the hangar bay. And he makes a sound and one turns around and is like, what was that? And the other one was like, get back to work and like pushes him. And I was like, that, that's programming? That's what you put in there? Like, but, the, but the moment, the moment where I was just like, oh, I hope fucking Lucas's beard catches on fire. It's dead to me. Was a moment where, um, what's the four-headed arms dude? I'm sorry. Um, four-headed? A four-headed. Four-armed dude who in the animated show was an unmitigated badass who killed hundreds of... Um, uh, hundreds of lightsaber wielding. Oh, oh, uh, oh, Jedi. oh! General Grievous. Yeah, General Grievous. Yeah. I mean, beyond the fact that, <laughs> that he sucked so bad in the actual movie, but um, uh, a robot handed him something, and he like took it because he was angry. He, like snatched it out of his hand, and the robot went, 
you're welcome, and like walked off. I was like, shoot him. Shoot him in the head right now. What happened to all the villains? Why are the villains only hiring these and putting up with these children? If you said that to Vader killed people with his mind for doing their jobs. Yeah. All right? They did their damn best. And like Random, like, non-Star Wars... Well, I'm a Star Wars fan, but uh-huh. like, not... As much as you guys. Like, mm-hmm. aren't all robots technically have attitudes in that universe? No, they can be programmed with personality uh, uh, chips. Okay. But you don't need to. They ratcheted it up to 11 <laughs> okay. in the film. And when I saw that, and I was like, that was an active choice put in in the writer's room. It was recorded. It was animated. Like, that was a choice. Like, $18,000 went into that CGI robot being a bitch. <laughs> just I mean, I was, so, I, I was just so uh, disappointed at General Grievous. It's like... Like, okay, I, I didn't watch the Clone Wars very much. I watched a couple of them, and I got annoyed. I didn't really like them. I didn't really like the Clone books. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't a huge... So when people... I was watching, like, you know, General Grievous on the big screen suddenly appears, and he's hacking, and he's coughing, and I'm like, okay, why does the robot have an inhaler problem? Yep. And then and then the entire time I finally realized, okay, he's... A, I finally... I have to deduce mm-hmm. this is clearly a cyborg. And then someone says, well, you really should have watched the Clone Wars. Oh, yourself this yeah. is a movie do you yeah. not understand that imagine if i made a movie and to say you really should have read the you know the, yeah. the 12 page story i wrote beforehand i understand yeah. it's like you really need to think of a script where it talked about general grievous yeah. and what the fuck and give me a diagram or something yeah just a quick update like you know before this adventure general grievous got shit crushed in his head in his heart you know like and can we put a little asterisk at the bottom of the screen like they do in comic books yeah or, yeah, yeah see uh, yeah, fuck, reference just, episode 5 of the Clone or Wars. just yeah. tell me before like you know and start scrolling up it's like by the way if you haven't seen the Clone Wars you should probably get refund your tickets because you're not going to understand this villain exactly come back when you're done so okay this is on me so I'm just saying that like it's not getting better it's only going to get worse and like and instead of just you throwing up our hands and accepting this 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 dribble. Um, uh, I, I I honestly think that like Star Wars has run its course. Like stop, I, stop. I, I think of something new. I'm not excited how we've dealt with the Star Wars. I think the Force is way too stupid right now. Like mm-hmm. I like remember when fucking Luke was staring at a lightsaber. For, like Luke is the fucking chosen one's mm-hmm. son. He's a he's supposed to be the the fucking Messiah to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. He stares at a lightsaber for ten like for for like two minutes and it wiggles into his hand in time. Mm-hmm. Now in video games, it's like I'm going to pull this damn star destroyer out of the sky. It's like you gotta be kidding me. I do like exploring more stuff about the Force. For instance, I think that um, I think that. Uh, 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 Kotor, uh, Knights of the Old Republic, yes. did a really good job at expanding the idea of what the Force is capable of because it was about nuance and like in utilizing different force. Whatever you know, you can I, say what you want. I was about fine with Kotor. Don't get me wrong, yeah. I was fine with it. Mm-hmm. I just it, it it made it feel like in Star Wars. If you think about it, there are two stories being told. Mm-hmm. There was the human story of the rebels, humans, well, humans and aliens mm-hmm. fighting. Empire, humans, with human capability, technology versus technology, and then you had this mythical power of uh, Jedi versus Sith. When it's just Jedi pulling Star Destroyers out of the sky, Mm -hmm. it's really hard to really focus on the Han Solo situation, which is why I'm excited about with the new role-playing game, they said, yeah, don't play a Jedi. Like, you're playing the fucking... And especially with Star Wars... You are playing Han Solo or a bounty hunter. It's like, they have such these, these amazingly rich universes... That I don't. I, I'd rather not see it go away. 
I understand they want to. I, I, I understand they want to get the kids entertained with the cartoons. Keep the fucking cartoons. I just. I really have a high expectation for uh, the live action movies. And after I see the live action movies, I will either be with David saying, "Yeah, just burn this to the ground," yep. or I'll be like, "Thank God that was made." For the family, not for the kid. And the dad might sit there saying, oh, man, it's a Wookiee. Thank you, Chewbacca. Oh, that's, I hated that. They kept on fucking name dropping Thank everything. Thank you, Chewbacca. Thank you, Chewbacca. Really? Of all the Wookiees, that's the one? It's like, what? who gives a shit? Like, Chewbacca. No, also, Chewbacca, Chewbacca awesome? supposed to be the runt of his, like, family? No, he was, like, he was pretty big. big. I mean, he was a, I, I've read the history. What if we just, uh, what if we just, okay, what if I, what if I scale back my, my request to burn this from the common mind? And instead say, stop making movies, books, video games, audio CDs. Fine. That's great. Maybe even, I think if we just stop with the movies, then we can stop doing that one thing, which has hurt us as fans for so long. Callbacks. No, it's hope. (laughs) We've hoped, Billy. The new hope is over. It's over. It's not coming back. It's 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 only it's it's just the movies are just going to get worse and worse until we're going to look fondly we're going to get it's going to get so bad we're going to look with fondness back at the 1980s short of a very Star Wars Christmas no, special. Star Wars Christmas special. Yeah, we're going to look at that and say that Those was not the, yeah that was not <laughs> the low point of this series. <laughs> it's like you see the shame and in, in a. And like, and Han Solo's eyes as he has to present himself in the, to the camera. Like everyone is ashamed that they did that. But then, it's 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 going to look good. It's going to look good compared to. Um, all right. So, like final, I said, it's not. I'm not. I'm not. Like I said, I'll wait till the movies and see how they do. I all would right. say that I, if anything, being bought by Disney is a very very good thing. Yeah. Disney has the, the the money to put behind these projects so that they can be done with the highest quality possible. They've already proven to us like seven times over that they're <laughs> totally capable of doing excellent, excellent action movies with uh, yeah. with all the Marvel properties. Yep, and, and so you know, if, Pulp Fiction. And so, if Star Wars <laughs> can take on you know almost the model that that Marvel has, where you know because with Marvel you've got the uh, the cinematic universe, you have TV with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they have the shorts that they're doing, then there's also, kind of separate from Disney, they have the comic books, which can range anything from very kid-friendly to very adult and mature, especially with, you know, like, Ultimates universe, where they, things get super dark. Mm-hmm. Um, if Star Wars can start to emulate that, where it's like, yes, our movies are our flagship that can be enjoyed by everybody, hearkening back to the original trilogy, mm-hmm. but then, yes, there's going to be the cartoon of on the Disney Channel, you know what? That's to get the kids in and make them yeah. buy the merchandise. Yeah, if, and then there's the novels. That's for the people that are like really super hardcore fans. I no, I totally agree. Uh, you know, if they if they went the way of honestly, kind of like Batman, like I scoffed when people first uh, recommended that I watch the Batman animated uh, like movies because I was like, how is that possibly gonna be as good as the Dark Knight? Like that is, it's just not. And I was wrong. I was dead wrong. Um, I mean, Disney is the company that brought us gargoyles, so it is possible yes. to have something that is actually not just for everybody, but quality for everybody yeah. watching it. Um, so are you guys going to watch Star Wars Rebels then? I just to give it a try. I, I oh, not read. sober. Okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll watch a couple, but honestly, I, honestly, uh, role playing in Star Wars Galaxies, I love that game to bits. It drained me of like wanting to do much with Star Wars. Huh. 
Yeah, no, I'm going to play the Star Wars d- depression drinking game. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, final thoughts. Uh, if you could, if you could add one character to the Star Wars uh, franchise in order to revitalize it, what would that character's name, or what would that character be, and what would his name be? Ragni. Uh, he would be a Chiz uh, poacher living on Tatooine. Okay, Billy, now you have to come from the same place that the rest of us are at and not name one of your RP characters. Uh, okay, I, that was my RP character. Um, I don't know. Fuck you. My, my <laughs> chiz fucking poacher who lived on Tatooine who hunted crat dragons. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Fuck Fair you. enough. Mm-hmm. I thought they were crate dragons. Uh, you can call him any way you want it, babe. He has, he has an accent, and He has an accent. He's a chiz. That's racist. What? <laughs> Uh, all right, Jesus, any ideas? I want more information about what the Force actually is. Not like what the Force is, like mm-hmm. midichlorians or whatever bullshit. I mean, like the like that doesn't exist. Is it a sentient force? No. Like, does it really care about balance? Does it really screw over people? Stuff like that. All right, so you'd introduce the Force as a character. I like it. Okay. I like it. I hate it. Don't tell me what it is. <laughs> but I was also the guy on For Lost who didn't care what the island was. That that's your. Right. It's your fault. It ended the way it did. And- Perfectly. Um, I don't have a. I, I cannot name drop a specific person, but I would like more uh, more female characters that aren't the super special snowflake. Princess Leia is a fucking badass, mm-hmm. and then there's the whole unfortunate slave Leia incident. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and Padme is all right, uh, but it's like in this this huge you know it, the movies alone have this this huge sweeping backdrop. There's all of these people on there. And there's two women named. Whoa! Across six movies. Okay. Six and then movies. like, and, and then and then the the uh, general Mothma, 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 Mon Mothma. Mon Mothma. All right. So all right. Look, we got it up to three guys. Three in six movies. Well, Angela, it's a war. Women don't go to war. Princess Leia shoots you in the face. Uh, but yeah. I will say, it's well, like Princess Leia is the one that gets them out of the fucking trash compact. I mean, well, yeah, but Star Wars is, I'm going to say, Star Wars has done, I mean, Princess Leia outfit, slave outfit, uh, regarding whatever. Uh, they do pretty good with like giving women more than just the save me, save me, save me. Princess Leia mm-hmm. is a badass. Mm-hmm. Even in the books, Mara Jade, we have Winter the Spy, we have all these great. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, I know Jaina the, Solo, Telnetal. Uh, I'm just saying that the the movies uh, uh, continue the fallacy of the extraordinary woman. The only way you get to be part of this story as a woman is if you are way above and beyond better than anybody else. Uh, and I just want more characters. You know, like, I want Lando Calrissian. Lando God Calrissian. God damn it. That was my answer. Like, Pull 45 works every time. I want know, Lando. He's a totally... You know, very average guy, especially compared to people like Luke and Leia. So I want, I want the 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 female Lando Calrissian, the person that's allowed to be, yeah, a little bit scummy and and looks out for herself more so than anything else, and not this paragon of virtue that the two royals have been. Yeah, no, I, I mean, honestly, you already said it. Uh, I agree. I totally agree. Like, you can count the number of uh, of interesting uh, uh, females in. In, in the Star Wars galaxies, on one hand, I didn't even say they had to be interesting. Burn. <sighs> Would you like some Wait. ointment for that? Ah. Burn? <laughs> All right. So you want boring women? Um, <laughs> great. Uh, read Anne of Green Gables. Um, <laughs> I uh, have. Yeah, no, you have. Uh, no, I'd say Lando Calrissian. I love the idea of Lando Calrissian, um, of you know, kind of like a scoundrel that went straight. 
Uh, I've always loved that idea. I think Billy uh, Billy D. Williams is just he's like my favorite fucking character in that movie. The second he shows up, where he's just like, "Hello, Land." He wears a like, cape. He wears a fucking cape and he makes it work. There are two dudes <laughs> who make capes work, and they are both on Cloud City at one point, <laughs> and it is awesome. Uh, no, but I love Landon Calvary's and the idea of like the straight scoundrel. Um, because they only like hint at his uh, repertoire of skills that like got him to where he was. Um, his ability to wear capes. His ability to wear capes, Atlanta. absolutely, and to uh, program some bald-headed uh, dude with uh, cybernetic upgrades. Lobot, Lobot, to uh, yeah. So, anyways, he didn't program. All right, so I'd go, I'd go with Billy D. Williams, who, yep. by the way. Just throwing this out there. When I see Billy D. Williams, Cold Forty Five works every time. That's because he's on. Uh, he did some advertising campaign a long time ago mm-hmm. for Cold Forty Five. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you see him on Dancing with the Stars? What? No. We have to stop this and do that right now. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Fanable.com Role Playing Podcast. Thank you for a GTRT Grand, Th- uh, Grand Theft Auto, uh, Grand Theft Roundtable, uh, Geeky Topics Roundtable. I'm joined by Billy, Angela, Jesus, and myself, David. If you like what you hear, then you can go to Fanable.com and listen to more GTRTs. Also, we have live role playing podcasts. We also have the Fanablog where we. Uh, Upload uh, fantastic stories and articles, and um, I'm going to do a drawing on a napkin and throw it up there. Uh, we have a, a, a game section where we have Horatio's story done by our own Billy. Uh, we're having, uh, hoping to have more. And if you like what you're listening to, it would really do us a solid if you would give us a good review on iTunes or Amazon or however you're listening to this lovely podcast right now. And uh, don't hesitate to comment, ask us questions on our own, uh, homepage. Uh, and you can send us an email uh, if you, you know, if you think we're great and you want to write a loving missive uh, to us. And also you can follow us on Twitter at uh, Fandible, right? Fandible. Yeah, Fandible, yes. Yep, Fandible. Uh, I'm on uh, Twitter as Distractionista. I'm on Twitter as Angela Craft. How did you get that name? It was, I'm an early adopter on there, uh, so that's how I managed to get the nice. awesomest name. I'm can, on Twitter to uh, the Mindful Fool, I think. I yep. Yes. Okay. You yes. can follow yes. me on Twitter on Arvandus, A-R-V-A-N-D-U-S. Arvandus. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. I'm Lando Calrissian. <laughs> <laughs>